Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease, lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Hey everyone, my name is Marina with Ultra Therapy Solutions. We are a therapy staffing agency based out of Dallas. We are the largest lymphedema home health staffing agency in all of Texas. Our agency is known for our specialty like lymphedema, vestibular therapists, big and loud, as well as the greatest PTs, PTAs, OTs, CODAs, as well as MFW and RNs. Our service area includes Dennis and Sherman, down to Waco, east through Longview, and as west as Abilene, and everything in between. If you're a lymphedema therapist or a therapist interested in getting lymphedema certified, please feel free to contact me at our agency at marina at ultratherapysolutions.com. We offer PRN, part-time, and full-time caseloads, as well as benefits for all of our full-time employees. And currently, we've got an immediate caseload availability. If you are a patient within these areas looking for lymphedema home health, please feel free to contact us at 214-699-1296. We can always assist you in finding lymphedema therapists in your area. Also, if you're looking to connect and get all to the up-to-date news of what's happening with Ultra Therapy Solutions, please make sure to follow us on Facebook. I can't help but to see correlations with the way you ladies are talking about changing the narrative and changing the language and just normalizing and just creating representation for people with lymphedema in different avenues, you know? So Bisa, your life is much different than Nicole's and Nicole, your life is much different from Deborah and Amanda and Alexa and so on. Like the cross comparisons, you you do have that shared experience of being a lymphedema patient, um, primary, secondary, whichever it may be, but your life is totally different um, and, and your interest and your goals and things like that. I can't help but think of the correlation with Camp Watch Me. So many of you who are primary lymphedema patients, um, I feel like what we're doing now to build up Camp Watch Me is something that could have helped you guys. And I, I feel that way every time I think about Camp Watch Me and every time we get ready for another year, I'm like, I don't want to cap how many kids and families can come. I want everyone who even thinks they want to make it. Like I want everyone to be there because the whole point of it. And, and I don't know if anyone's ever heard me talk about how I named it. I, I went over like camp names, you know, but who wants to go to lymphedema camp? That's like the worst place any kid would go. They would be like hard pass. I'm not going to lymphedema camp to learn how to be swollen, like done. I can do that. So 
I came up with Camp Watch Me because I want every kid who comes to camp, and, and I have a little bit of an attitude problem. If you haven't caught on to that by now, I have a little bit of sass. I'm from the South. I'm a little sassy. So every time a kid comes to camp, I want them to leave with the mentality of if someone says to them, hey, you're a leg swollen. You probably shouldn't play baseball. Watch me. I will. I can. I'll show you. Hey, I don't really think you should be wearing shorts because you're wearing your garments today. Mm, watch me. I'm going to wear these shorts and I'm going to have fun today. Like whatever it is that, you know, you guys have experienced and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. Or someone is kind of like, well, are you sure you should do that? Or are you sure that exercise is good for you? Are you sure you should do that? Yeah. Watch me. I'm informed. I'm educated. I know about my condition. Let me show you what I can do and stop trying to hold me back. So I wish that I could give every single one of you guys an adult camp watch me. That would be legit. Um, and, and you're all really thriving. I mean, um, I'm sure that a lot of the demons that you have faced um, in the past come up um, on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, those struggles don't go away. Um, some days it's a rainy day. Some days the sun is out. And that affects the mood. That affects your mentality. And, and this is, I mean, getting long-winded now, but I just, I want for the community to be like collectively watch me. I can do this, like whatever it is that you're wanting to do and set your mind to, I want us to come together as a community, as a collective voice and elevate each other and encourage each other. And instead of pointing a finger or even blocking being like, mm, sorry, I don't want to see your positivity today. I'm going to go ahead and just block you. You know, I just, I want better for our community. I want better for every single person who has lymphedema because I can't, I'm a mom now and I can't help but to think of all the kids who are growing up with social media. They're probably on here watching you under some mom, dad account or whatever. They're already seeking this out. And they're like 10, 12 years old and they're coming on to find encouragement and identity in this lymphedema community. And I just can't help but to think, I hope they're getting a good message. I hope that what they're seeing is encouraging and uplifting. All right, ladies. So our time limit is pretty much met, but um, we're going to wrap up. So I'm going to let everybody go in and just give their like final thoughts, any encouragements you want to end with. Go ahead, Amanda. I just can't um, sit here and not be empowered where the perception like Nicole keeps on talking about and same with Deborah and Bisa and Alexa and also Betty. I think when you take your lemons and you turn them into lemonade, it all starts with that dialect. It all starts with that conversation within yourself. And I think anybody that is listening to this, they have to lead their life from their front. Um, if something is positive and it is really upsetting you, that's a that that's that's okay. I've I've been depressed. I know what it's like to be around positive people when I'm not so when I'm not so perky. And it's okay, but it's great to be able to see people change the dialect. And if more people can get on board to support more people that have a positive outlook, that push that envelope to show people I can do this, I can make a difference. 
I can only imagine what the whole entire nation would accomplish if we just all raised people up versus shutting people down. Um, Alexa or Nicole, actually, your hand was up if you want to go next. Um, I think this will tie up with my closing remarks and it just elaborates on what you guys have been saying. But uh, when I started kind of my platform and when I started Normal Adjustments, I didn't meant it to be for only lymphedema and it's not meant to be only lymphedema for a reason. Uh, the most empowering thing I found when I was opening up to my story and when I was kind of understanding and accepting myself and I decided to accept myself because it's a decision. Um, it was that it was not only me with lymphedema that was going through something, right? It was kind of the whole entire world. Every single person at a moment in time will go through something or is going through something or eventually will go through something. And I think that that was so empowering to me that it wasn't about lymphedema. So I think we have to look a bit wider, right? And there's an empathy level here on a human perspective. And I know it's hard to step away from our shoes because we, we, we live it and we experience it, but look a bit wider and look at your neighbor. They might be going through something, whatever that is. And that conversation that you can have with that person by relating to that is just the most wonderful thing in the world just by opening up your mind just a little bit. And that that's what normal adjustments are about because those adjustments actually everybody has to do somehow. Um, and yeah, just, um, it just, just be very aware that you're not alone, whoever you are. It doesn't only have to be a lymphedema patient. Alexa? Um, I think for my final words, um, just that the lymphedema experience contains multitudes. It looks so different for everybody. And we have this shared experience, like I mentioned before, of, of having lymphedema, but the way it, it presents in each of our lives can be so different. And I think being aware of that is so important. And there's a quote, I always quote it, but it's kind of my, my banner quote for lymphedema, but Rumi, the poet Rumi says, the wound is the place where the light enters you. And I, I think for me, that's really taken on, you know, the meaning of lymphedema has been a wound in my life, but it's illuminated so much at the same time. And I think if we're able to look at what that light is coming in on and what it's illuminating in our lives, despite the hardships that come with living with this condition, there's a lot of, of things that it brings us to, like this community, like getting to have conversations like this, like having friends all around the world that we wouldn't have met otherwise. So I think if we're able to sort of look to the light that it, it has brought into our lives, despite the hardships, I think that's really a good starting point to sort of recognizing the the good things and, and seeing the wide variety of people around us that, that we can relate to and, and kind of share this with together and, and change that change that face to be a bit more varied than it is and, and be a bit more empathetic to others, not just as Nicole said, other lymphedema patients, but others in our lives too. I mean, having lymphedema for 30 years has made me a lot more empathetic to the people I meet on a daily basis and what they could be going through that I might not know. I present very able-bodied. So most people don't understand or know that I live with this chronic condition. So I try to bring that to my interactions with other people too and, and have that empathy and understanding. Bisa? Um, I, what I would like to say is just that I think that 
piggybacking onto what Alexa said, I think kindness is important. I think if you leave with kindness, whatever's going on with you, um, it would be better for yourself and also for other people. And I think that's especially true for people like us who have a chronic condition. Um, and uh, I think that it would make our community a better place and more welcoming for everybody concerned. Deborah. Well, I think in, in closing, I think I would just want people to understand that everything is actually progress. Um, you know, we need to remember that we have choice. Uh, we can choose to be in a situation with a certain mindset. Um, it's up to you to make the choice that you want to make um, and know that you aren't alone. Uh, we've all kind of illuminated that, that we're here reach out to us. But if you don't feel like you can, you know, know that there are other resources available to you, search for them. If you don't know how to search for them, then try and find our voices. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that you've got a bunch of platforms you can reach out to and start from there. But just start right now if you haven't done anything. And I think especially for me, because I'm a breast cancer patient, I want anyone who's, you know, just been diagnosed after having breast cancer surgery and going through all of that, that you are also not alone and that this doesn't define you. This is not um, the end game and that you don't have to be in a place of fear. You can actually learn to embrace it and, and enjoy um, you know, all the elements of your life that you, you thought maybe you weren't going to be able to. It is not that life sentence, as we've all said, and that just be at peace with yourself. Make sure that you, you share that peace with others, because at the end of the day, we've all gone through an awful lot, especially in this last year. And if anything, that is one thing that we should all be appreciating is each other. Limpanema Podcast is supported by Bryland's Feet Foundation, Juzo, Medi USA, and the National Lymphedema Network. Learn more about our sponsors by visiting the website, lymphedemapodcast.com, and listen to their episodes while you're there. I like, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of what you said about how, you know, there are a bunch of platforms here that anyone who's listening today can go and reach out to. Um, earlier, so my mind tends to spiral and snowball and I go off on a tangent and just have this conversation in my head and then no one ever hears it because it's not exactly on track. Um, but earlier when you guys are talking, I went and I pulled up all of our Instagram accounts. Um, some I included the personal and some I included just for your, your brand or your podcast or whatever. Um, and in total together, oh, I don't think I added my own. Yeah, did we have 12,288 people that we could reach by just sharing on our Instagram and many of them are family and friends. And then there's also, you know, the lymphedema um, people, the lymphedema community who's already reached out to us and looked to us for information, um, advice and community. So that's 12,000 people that the six of us can reach. Um, and, and thanks, Alexa, for that very large boost. You you buy a, a large stretch <laughs> when the numbers game there. Um, but I just want to say that we have a voice. Um, and I'm actually going to go off topic here for just a second because I feel like this is something um, that's been tugging on my heart since the opening of this podcast. And 
I feel like it would help that it be public and not a private um, matter that I address here for a second. Um, but I want to give Amanda a public apology. So I was not a part of the group that blocked you or restricted you. Um, but I will say that as an early, and I, I don't really like to use the word influencers, um, I would rather be an advocate or just like an ally for those with lymphedema. Um, I definitely distanced myself from you. Um, I know that you were on my podcast, I think your episode 11, you come on and you talk about your secondary lymphedema experience. Um, and, and I heard your story and we talked about it and I, I didn't know you well enough and I, I probably still don't know you well enough now, um, but I would like to, to be able to defend you or anything, but I definitely saw the chatter and I heard the talk and um, I think I followed some of the threads that went down in that um, support group. And, and I just remember thinking, this is getting out of hand. Like someone needs to do something and I didn't do anything. So I just want to apologize to you um, publicly and, and say that, you know, I could have said something. I didn't know what to say or how to say it. And that was many years ago. And I think my voice is stronger now. And I'm not just looking for um, podcast subscribers, although those are always nice. Um, but it, in those early days, I was in like the building phase. So publicly, I apologize to you. And I hope that you accept that and that we can move forward and just kind of work together because I want to work with all of all of the people in our community um, as an ally and an advocate. And I don't necessarily have, I mean, the podcast has paid sponsors and I love them and I want them to stay here because they help me do some cool things with the podcast. Um, but I've always kind of been a little bit of a rebel and, and I don't want to do something because this is the way it's always been done. And this is the message that's always been sent out. That's why I have the podcast. So um, I hope that by you sharing your story and by people listening today, even if they're coming um, from like a negative place, like I want to see what these people have to say, because sometimes those people learn the most when they come with that Debbie Downer um, outlook, they come and they might leave like a happy Holly. I don't know if she exists, but here she is. You know, um, they might come on and um, have some of that chip off their shoulder relieved and see that they're not alone and that um, we're here to help them carry their burden. So I hope this encourages anyone else who um, maybe had been a part of that with you um, and they want to see a better change in the community. So I hope that this helps. And I really appreciate everyone sharing their stories because um, we don't want to be bullied at work. We don't want to be bullied in social media and we just want to build the community and we want to make this a better place for those who are going to come after us. Um, I'm going to close out real quick. I always forget to have my close out ready. Uh, can, so I I can I just say, can I just say, um, the apology was very, um, not expected. And I just think that it was really nice to hear that. Um, it's been a long journey. And uh, I think now I'm able to stand here or sit here, I should say. And our job is bigger than just the disease. Our job is being good human beings. And unfortunately, 
I wasn't supposed to make it, or I guess fortunately enough, I wasn't supposed to make it. I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for just being a, a bitch, excuse my French, but a bitch not willing to sit there silently anymore. And uh, just thank you for allowing me to be part of the tribe. You're welcome. I'm glad you're here. And like a very important person in this world says, if you're not going to love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? <laughs> we love you, Amanda. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find a friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed hearing more about everyone's experience for building up community and not comparison within the lymphedema world. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode. Be sure to also check out the social media accounts for all of the guests today, Conversationally with Lymphedema, Normal Adjustments, The Limpy Life, and Amanda Sobe, all on Instagram and probably Facebook too.